Well, hello, friends. Welcome back to Say It Out Loud with Martha, the podcast. So I am back from Disney. Um, Not loving this 80 degree weather we're having here in Oregon when it's mid-October. What? I thought I was going to come back to some cooler weather. You know, I, I even wore a hoodie on the airplane because I was like, it's going to be cold when I get back. No, it was 80. It was like 82 degrees when I arrived. It was raining in California the day that we left. And yeah, we left the rain behind, but then brought, well, no, we came back to sunshine and I was just, I'm over it. I'm over the warm weather. And I had enough warm weather in California. Luckily, it wasn't too hot. I know that when we had looked at the forecast for um, California and Anaheim, it was determined or it, they guessed that it was going to be like in the 90s, the week that we were supposed to be in Disney and we were not for that. And luckily, the week before we left, the weather obviously changed and the temperature actually went lower. My allergies are going crazy. I don't have, it's a weird fucking thing. Like, I know typically when I travel, sometimes I get like some type of like head cold or I get really congested. But before I had left, this also happened to me. And it's when it was getting sunny and it was raining and then it would get sunny again. And when it rains and gets sunny again here and here... I shouldn't say it's just like specifically in Oregon, but just like anywhere when the rain comes down and then all of a sudden the sun comes, you know, comes up, pollen is in the air like crazy. So then my allergies started getting crazy. I'm all congested. I'm having to use my allergy nose spray all over again or else I can't breathe. Like my nose completely plugs up. (sighs) I don't have a cough. I don't have a sore throat, anything like that. It literally is just congestion and I am over it because the moment that I landed here in Oregon and it's sunny, I'm just like, oh my God, I just need things around me to start dying like the plants. I need the trees to start dying. I need the bushes outside, the flowers, everything. All those plants need to start dying. So in that way, my allergies go away and it is common for people to have winter allergies, but I don't have that. I usually like spring and summer this past year, super bad. Now I understand what it, what Alvaro goes through when he says, oh, my allergies are just killing me and he's just miserable and he's sneezing. And although I don't have the sneezing, I do get the itchy ears. I do get like the congestion. My eyes sometimes get itchy. Um, but yeah, I'm just over it. I really want cooler weather. I want to be able to wear my hoodies again. I just want the rain. Bring me the rain. I love the rain. And here in Oregon, it rains nine months out of the year. But lately now it's like, I don't know, six months out of the year, year, did I say year, year, whatever. (sighs) But anyway, so let's get to the episode real quick. I don't think I mentioned this in my previous episode, um, that I finally watched Ferris Bueller's day off and it was okay. I knew go like, I was trying not to have the mindset that I wasn't going to like it, but I also knew that I wasn't going to like it. Like, it's just not my type of movie. Again, I don't like those films where the actor or actress is speaking to me the entire time and then all of a sudden they're like going back to like talking with whatever characters they're currently in a scene with and then like talking to me again. Like, I don't want you talking to me. Like, I can't reply back to you. Stop. (laughs) 
and he is such a bad friend. Like I, I get his whole message of, I even wrote it down. Like life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. I completely understand. That is why I don't have, and this is a personal thing. I don't have any type of socials, social media, nothing, because I believe in living, living in the present moment and just taking it as it is, right? Taking the day as it comes. And then, you know, if it's negative, just trying to turn it into a positive, but also just being in the present moment and just living life. I've gotten to the point where I'm over the, over this pandemic. I'm over COVID. Um, yeah, I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want. And if people aren't going to be happy about it, then you can go ahead and live your life in a little box. But I only have one life and I need to live it. So that's my thought. Obviously, I'm going to take precaution when I need to. Hello, like I'm not that bitchy, but also I'm over it. And I think a lot of other people are over it. We literally do not know how to communicate with each other anymore because we've been so cooped up. (sighs) We just need to start living people. But anyways, like he's such a bad friend to his friend to Cameron who's you know his best friend he's like uh, you know I'm not gonna listen to you like I'm gonna take your dad's really nice car out that's like one in a hundred and blah 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 you know it's just like you towards the end of the movie like when they take the car back and the miles aren't going back down to like 124 or whatever because they you know the car got taken by the uh, valet parkers and then they put you know like half of what was on so it ends up being like less than 400 but like you know whatever and they're like oh well if you just if you reverse if you go reverse and just push on the gas it will reverse the odometer no it doesn't do that that doesn't happen and they're idiot teenagers right and so when they come to when they come to the realization that the miles aren't going down on the car then cameron is like oh my god my dad's gonna kill me blah 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 it leads you to think that his father beats him and so when fuller is like i mean ferris ferris when ferris is like oh no like i can take the heat for it camera's like no this is a conversation me and my dad need to have you literally are left thinking like how did this end is cameron okay (laughs) is cameron okay like you never know you never know. And I was talking to uh, Jess and Anthony about that. I'm like, you never know. Like, they literally make it seem like this poor child is neglect. I mean, yes, he he's pretty adamant that he's neglected by his parents. But like, also, he talks about his dad and how his dad, like, would hurt him or like, you know, it, it just seems like a very unsafe environment. So like, I didn't like the way that they left that character. Like, you're just thinking like, okay, yeah, Cameron's going to stand up to him for uh, for himself. But like, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, does his dad beat him? Like, I don't know. I mean, people say that that was like a common thing back in the day, like between like spouses. And I I don't know, like, I just didn't like it. I was like, it's fine. It's, it's a good movie to have on as like a backup, like backup background noise. But other than that, like, I'm not sitting to watch it. Um, yeah, that, that's a one and done, (laughs) but I did it. I watched it. Um, one show that everyone's been talking about is this Jeffrey Dahmer docu-series, which I am, I don't know if I'm going to watch. I personally do not like documentaries where they have made it like, where they have vamped it up to retell a story, but have it with an actor play the character. I more so like documentaries where they're interviewing like 
the investigation or the attorneys, lawyers that were involved. And typically they don't, you know, bring like the actual person, but they show the footage of like uh, the people being interviewed. And then they talk about the investigation and what they find. Like, I like stuff like that, but they don't like the reenactment of things that just it just makes it like I know people are going to be like, well, it's it like this happened, like regardless of how you turn it, this happened. But when it comes to serial killers, like I don't want to see an actor portraying that serial killer killing their victims and then cannibalism is involved. And it's just I don't know. My younger sister watched it and she could not stay home by herself on the weekend. She would have to go stay with her friend. And she also now is scared to eat meat. So it's like, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. There is another one on there where it's actually like the it seems like it's the perspective perspective percept. Wait, is that right? The perception <laughs> of the attorney that was involved of going through like the court cases and like all that stuff, um, you know, with Jeffrey Dahmer and all that. And like how she talks about how it impacted her, how she felt like his mother and his therapist and, and like stuff like that. Like that's, I'm more interested in that. Like people telling their side of the story of what happened. I don't want to see the reenactment of things in, in that capacity of, I mean, it takes, I mean, I saw an interview with that actor, and he's from all American Horror Stories. Um, I think the last one I saw him in was the one with the witches, the Covenant. Like, that one, he's the, you know, the the guy that the girl brings back and, you know, whatever. But he's always in those movies, and so he, you can already tell that he has, like, the capability of playing such a fucked up person and so when they interviewed him, he did say that he had to go to like fucked up places in his head. And it's just like, it's crazy what actors and actresses have to put themselves through to portray someone so evil. And it's just, I don't want, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm on the fence. Like, of course, everyone's like, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. And I'm like, mm, I'll watch it when it's not popular anymore. But it is number two on Netflix. <clears throat> so I don't know. I don't know. I'm still on the fence about that. Um, the Watcher, though, looks good, and that is based on a true story. It is vamped up. It is vamped up and, like, rewritten by the creators of American Horror Stories. Uh, so that one is a true story. I did look at, like, an, I well, I read an article of an interview that that family actually did, and the family actually never, spoil alert, just so everyone knows and so that way everyone isn't so freaked out about this from the articles and the interviews that I read about that family the family actually never moved into that house like once they started receiving those anonymous letters they never actually moved in so they really vamped it up to freak people out but the letters are real um <clears throat> I mean they still don't know who wrote those letters which is crazy um but it took them a long time, and I don't know, with the article that I read, it didn't really give you an update if they actually successfully sold the house, but they had a really hard time trying to resell that house after they purchased it and after they got the letters because they were doing, like, full disclosure, like, hey, we're getting, like, these anonymous letters, like, here are the letters, if you're a serious buyer, we'll show them to you, um, but yeah, like, the wife and the kids never actually moved in there from what the article said and how their interviews went, but... I don't know, that one looks good because, 
it's not about a murderer, <laughs> like a serial killer. It, it's more of someone traumatizing people. I don't know. It, it makes you want to know what, like where the story leads to. Because he keeps saying, like, in the letters, like, have you found the secrets in the walls? I'm like, what is going on in the house? Like, I want to know. But then also, like, Alvaro said I can't watch it during the week when I'm by myself because I'm by myself at night. (laughs) And so he's like, how about we watch that on the weekend when I'm here with you? And I'm like, okay, great. So we'll probably start that one next weekend. But again, that kind of goes into, like, docuseries, like, being reenacted. I feel like this one is a little bit different because it's not about the life of a serial killer murdering people. It's just more of like this family being kind of tormented by someone who's sending anonymous letters, which I mean, uh, that's more of an everyday possibility of someone writing you letters in the mail. I mean, you get junk mail all the time. Something could be in there. It's creepy. I get it. It's creepy. Um, but yeah, I don't know about that one either. We'll see. But that one is placed at number one on Netflix right now. So I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Okay, let's get into my Disney trip. I'm not going to go like crazy, crazy into like the day to day to day to day that I did because I was there for four full days and it was so packed with just trying to do all the things but obviously we weren't able to get to every single thing that we wanted to do like I didn't get to ride Splash Mountain because it was either broken down or when it was running the line was just so insanely long that even when you use like lightning lane which is essentially like a fast pass it was still such a long time and then it would break down again and so it was just it just wasn't worth it the Manahorn Mantahorn I don't know that ride was not, it was being repaired, but I heard I could go without that one because it's just so old and crickety. And some people say it doesn't feel the safest when you ride it. So I, I was good with not doing that. Everyone was telling me to get a Dole Whip, which is a pine, some type of pineapple drink that has alcohol in it. I don't know. I think you can get it without alcohol if you wanted to, but didn't get to do that either. Didn't get to ex- drink that, which it's fine. Um... And honestly, every single time I was like, I need a drink, I want a drink or whatever, like I never actually did. I think I was just thinking that I needed one Um, because when we were like at a restaurant or we were getting something to eat, which, okay, I don't, I do intermittent fasting. And so I was getting so irritated that people kept telling me I needed to eat. I did not want to eat. We were riding all the rides. It was 80 something degrees every single fucking day we were in the sunlight I just wanted water but I had my family just like you need to eat you need to eat no I don't need to eat I don't need to eat I am doing intermittent fat I do fasting I eat like one to two small meals a day I don't need to eat every five minutes so that was like a thing that got on my nerves a lot but they're just not used to people not eating so much I don't know I don't know I was just getting so irritated I'm like I eventually had to snap at someone and say, I need you to tell, stop hassling me to eat. I'm not hungry. And when it's hot out, I'm sorry, but I'm one of those when it's hot out. Like when I went to Arizona for our one year anniversary with Alvaro, I barely ate because it was so fucking hot. I don't know if there are, are other people out there that when they're, when it's super hot, your appetite literally goes away. Like, why would you want to eat and swell up when it is 
over 80 85 degrees and just feel miserable and sick like i just i don't get it like that's not how i want to walk around disney that's not how i want to feel i don't want to feel like i'm swollen like i just want water that's all i wanted <sighs> but anyways but disney was fine i mean it was fun but I will say that the way that they do things now, they really want you just on your phone. Like you have to book rides if you want specific rides. Some of them you do, there is like an upcharge to ride them. So even if you have, you know, Genie Plus, which is an, just like an added thing, they just have added so many things and so many fees to everything. It's just like, but people pay for it. Like I know we did. And there were a couple rides that we actually spent, you know, 18 to 20 25 dollars per person actually i don't think we actually those are 25 dollars per person because the prices did go up like the day that are like our very last day i think it was like rise of the resistance went up 25 dollars per person and then i think um guardians of the galaxy became free but then web slingers which is like the spider-man ride was like 18 and now was 20 15 i i don't know i don't know cars was 15 and not 20 uh, it, per person this is per person so if you there were seven of us so that's how much we were paying in addition to getting in the lightning lane which we've paid with genie plus it's just crazy it's just crazy and then listen i know a lot of people were like hey just have the mindset and just have like the mental capacity of like you're going to be waiting in line for a very long time and everything is going to be a wait. But honestly, on our first day, we were very lucky not to have to wait very long. I will say, Anthony was a rock star with the app. He was like, all right, everyone, we're going to go here, 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 here. He just like set the path for us. And then it was just go, 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 go from there. So um, <clears throat> the Halloween theme this year was, and I don't know if it's like this every year. This is just what it was for us. We were there during Christmas, Halloween time, not Christmas time, Halloween. And so the nightmare before Christmas was like the theme. So you had Jack, Sally, and Zero everywhere. Zero was the um, popcorn bucket that they were selling. So that's like, you know, a limited, you know, popcorn bucket. Of course, I had to buy one because it glows. And Zero's little pumpkin nose lights up. It is so cute. He lights up because, you know, he's a little white ghost doggy. And then his little nose lights up. He's really cute. Um, did I put popcorn in him? No, I didn't. I just bought him and it came with some popcorn. And that was, I think, the first night or maybe the second night because those were going fast. And once they're sold out, they're sold out. And it's an exclusive item. You can't get it again. Um, <clears throat> I think my mom told me that she hasn't actually seen The Nightmare Before Christmas. And my nephew is obsessed with that movie. Like, obsessed and he plays it all the time and she said that it's just like background noise at this point but she i don't think she's she said that she doesn't think that she's actually sat down and watched it and so that was interesting <laughs> maybe i'm wrong maybe i misheard her i don't know um but while we were there oogie boogie was going on so that's you know the the creature that lives down underneath where santa claus you know towards the end of the movie he's down there with oogie boogie and he sings this song you know um so on certain days uh disney california adventure would close down early and then so it would open at one and then at 6 p.m people who did not have oogie boogie passes would then get kicked out and would have to go to disney and then uh wouldn't be able to go to dca again for the remainder of that night 
So Sunday and Tuesday were our Oogie Boogie nights. We weren't able to go because the tickets sold like crazy, but also there were scouters who bought a shit ton of tickets and were reselling them for like $307 each ticket, which someone's going to pay for it, right? Like someone is going to pay for it if they want to go that badly. People who went to the Oogie Boogie event were dressed up in Halloween costumes. It was very cute. You had a lot of Hocus Pocus people. You had a lot of a ton, a ton, a ton of Toy Story themed characters, Beauty and the Beast, um, just just a bunch of cute, just a bunch of cute. Maleficent was one that was really big. Um, I saw a few Alice, you know, Alice from Wonderland. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just it was fun, but yeah, no, it was sold out, and that's not meaning that it was sold out for people who actually bought the tickets through the Disney app or Disney website. It just means that it was sold out whether it was scouters who had those tickets remaining and didn't actually resell them, but no one could get in unless you had a ticket. So day one, Saturday, we leave Friday the 7th, we get there around like 5.30 p.m., get checked into our condo, which is a 15-minute walk from the, the Disney tram, which was nice. But we ended up parking in the parking garage and then um, taking the tram from there, which was so much better because (laughs) doing like 26 plus thousand steps a day, your feet are hurting. And I wore one pair of Nike shoes one time. There was no traction on them and there was water everywhere. Like almost every line that we went into, there was water on the ground. I was almost falling, and so then my second pair of Nikes that I brought, best shoes ever. Like, they they were there for me. They were there. They were my support, and they had grip. They were awesome. They were actually, uh, I don't need to go into what type of shoes they are because they don't sell them anymore. Um, <clears throat> I just have had them in the box for, like, seven years, and Alvaro's always been on me about why I have not worn those shoes. When I had a pair that were waterproof that I wore every single day. They are so comfortable. Finally, I had to throw them away because they were falling apart. And then I was like, well, you have those ones in the box. I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to wear them because they're too cute. And also, I don't want those to go. I don't want them to wear out because they don't make them anymore. Because Nike just likes to take things away from us. And so, but they saved my life during Disney. But let's go back to day one. So day one question of the day Martha's question of the day was is there a drop meaning that on every single ride that we went to I had to ask is there a drop I for some reason thought I was going to have like motion sickness up the ass because (laughs) when Alvaro is driving and there's like a like some type of hill or slope I get like my stomach falls to my ass like I'm just like you know like it just feels like it's falling out my ass and so I'm like, I'm not going to survive on these rides. Like, I'm not going to be able to do them. So I got motion sickness medicine. I, I did the thing. But what I found that worked best for me, I didn't have to take mo- uh, motion sickness medicine. I did one day when I had a salad during the day because I was like, okay, well, if we're there was some, I forgot what was going on that day, but it was it was going to be a very long day. So we weren't sure if we were going to make it back to the condo because we would take like afternoon breaks for like two hours max if that sometimes it was just consisted of just going home freshening up and then getting back out there um i mean we had to have like some type of break in between because there was a day when we did it and martha was a grouchy but um that's fine 
who's not going to be grouchy when you're getting like a max of like four and a half hours to five hours of sleep, if that, and, and then having to wake up at the crack. Well, I was waking up at, you know, my usual time, five o'clock and then, you know, in the shower by five thirty and getting ready. So then I was just ready when anyone wanted to go to the park, you know, but anyway, so I decided to ride the rides like because of fasting, I'm not hungry and it worked for me not to have any food in my system whatsoever when riding the rides um, other than just like water because I can only imagine what it would be like to eat a meal and then go on the rides and feel like your food is going to come back up. Like I wasn't going to take that chance. Like I wanted to actually ride these rides. And so I was like, I'm just going to ride them on an empty stomach. And when we eat, we eat like, or when I eat, I eat like at the end of the day, typically when the sun went down is when I was like, I'm hungry. That's how it is at home. Like I fast throughout the entire day. And my first meal is dinner time when I get home. That's not a problem. That's what intermittent fasting is. So whatever. Um, so kick off the day at Adventureland. We, our first ride was Indiana Jones. Oh, that ride was so much fun. I, of course, am like, where's the drop? Is there a drop? Is there a drop? And my friend Jess is like, no, there's no drop. And yeah, she lied to me two times in a row because Indiana Jones had a drop at the end when the boulder is coming towards us. I'm like, there is no way that we're going into this. Like, and it gets dark, so you can't see it. And all of a sudden just goes, whoop, just drops. So much fun, though. I would do that ride over and over and over and over again. Pirates of the Caribbean was our second ride. That's a one and done for me. I'm sorry. Like, that is more of a ride of, like, if if there was no long line for it and you wanted, like, a cool down because sometimes you get splashed by water and not, like, Splash Mountain, apparently, and not, like, um, Grizzly River ride then that would be your ride. And you could just like hang out, relax for a little bit. There are, I think like two or three like slopes in that, that kind of go down. But that one is a one and done for me. It was cute. It was a little cute moment, but mm, it was okay. Um, next ride was the haunt. Well, well, yeah, it was a ride haunted mansion, which the haunted mansion was all redone to be, um, the nightmare before Christmas. That was very cute. It's a very cute kid ride. And of course, me, I'm like, is there a drop? Is there a drop in this? Ugh. Just that was my question because just like I went into this adventure and this trip, not YouTubing anything, not Googling anything, nothing. So I literally had no idea what each ride entailed, what the ending parts of it were, the beginning, nothing. I knew nothing about the rides beforehand. So I was just going with the flow and going where everyone wanted to go. Now, a roller coaster, you can clearly see the loop-de-loops, the drops, all of that shit within the roller coaster, right? So I didn't ride a roller coaster, but I did everything else. Um, yeah, so the Haunted Mansion was a cute little moment. And then we made our way to Galaxy's Edge, which is Star Wars land. And that, I could, I could live just in that land alone all day all day it is so much fun to just walk around like rise of the resistance is such a fun ride that one was amazing um then the smugglers run which is the m millenn i after saying it so many times i cannot say it m millenn <laughs> the falcon <laughs> I 
said it so many times over this week. It's like my mouth and my tongue just like don't want to say it anymore. But you guys get it. If you've watched Star Wars, you know what the you know what it is. Okay, that one was a lot of fun. And yeah, there was a. Uh oh, but um, sorry, my recording looked a little weird. It like paused, but okay, we're going. We're we're back. Okay, so um, Rise of the Resistance did have a drop, but it like you go into what's called an escape pod, which are typically on the sides of the ship. But like, if you watch have watched Star Star Wars, like get to the escape pod, and so we go into one of those, and then all of a sudden we just drop, and then we're in space, and then we're falling to whatever planet we are falling to, and it was so much fun. That one, we did have to pay $20 extra per person to write it. So just a heads up. And I believe that one is now 25 because Disney is up on their prices effective. I think October 18th or October 20th, like their prices are going up like crazy. So it's going to get expensive for people to go. Um, then we had, so after Millennium Falcon ride, that's what it is. Okay. Then we went home, had a break, and then we went to Disney California Adventure. And that one, we went to Adventures Campus, which was okay. It wasn't my favorite. It literally was. You had the Spider-Man scene for Web Slingers on the side where the Spider-Man character would come out and do like a little show sometimes right like it's not every day that they do a show sometimes it gets canceled i mean there wasn't a whole lot of characters out which is fine i mean it's fine and then you have like the actual avengers campus that you see in the movies and mm, it was okay and then we got to ride guardians of the galaxy which is the old tower of terror so i knew going into this ride what it entailed only because i have seen so many just everything and people talk about the tower of terror the old one and so i knew what this ride was about and i just had to like tell myself like okay everyone else is gonna do it i'm gonna do it like in the beginning i did not want to do it because i did okay with like the rides that were like kind of like you know, just like a roller coaster type vibe without the loop-de-loops and like, you know, one to two little drops, whatever. But this was like, this, this, I mean, this ride is literally like you're in an elevator. You're like in this like thing, cargo elevator, whatever. And you're going up and down. So the way that they have it is that there is, you have daytime version of it and you have nighttime version of it. We were there. We were so lucky to be there at the nighttime version of it, which is way more intense than the daytime. Um, there was a day that we, I think it was our last day that we were there on Tuesday that we tried to do, or, you know, just Anthony, my mom and Jason all went on the daytime one. I, my anxiety was through the roof, rethinking how the nighttime version of it was and how intense it was with the drops i you literally felt like you were gonna like smash into the ground like it just it just took you it just took you and you i just held on for my life it was so intense you guys like the nighttime one and then they were like yo the daytime one it was so easy like it, it's a different mission because at night you're dealing with like the monsters part of it right 
oh my god just right away so jess is like okay this is how it usually goes from what i remember and this was you know the tower of terror she's like so there's a story like it starts telling you the story and that you have that for the first three to four floors right and i think seven is the max right (laughs) and so it usually goes up and down from like floor four to like seven let's say and maybe to like three this one does not do that it starts off like on two and then it takes you back it literally goes vroom, back the doors close and you shoot up and then you just drop and is and it you never know when it's going to end and it goes based off the music that is playing so if you have like a hardcore music your drops are hardcore at one point we went all the way to the top where the cameras are at and then we went all the way back down and <laughs> my eyes were shut the entire time i was screaming my head off because that's the only way i could get through it But let me just say this. I would do that ride over and over and over again. It was so much fun. And I was surprised with myself. But I will say that when I got off, because I was holding on to the... I totally took Jason and my mom's like metal railing that sat between us. I just hogged those. And my mom was like holding on to my hand and my knee. And my brother was just like, did it had nowhere to put his hands on anything. And Jess and Anthony's hands were up in the air the entire time. I do not know how those two individuals cannot hold on to anything. And then Jess told told me that she likes to keep her seatbelt a little loose. So then that way, when we're dropping, her ass is kind of floating. And then I'm just like, why would you want to feel like you're floating? And she's like, it is the best. Nah. <laughs> like, no, it's not. It's not the best to feel like you're floating. <laughs> like, I, don't want it. I don't want to float. So I put my seatbelt really tight. I'm holding on for my life, you guys. Like, it was so intense. It was so intense. I never knew it was going to end. But she told me, this is what Jess told me. Then the old Tower of Terror, it just did three drops and that was it. This one did not do three drops. I counted in my head. One, two, three. It kept going. It kept going. And then it does this thing where it pulses. And you're like, okay, what's happening? And then it just drops. It just drops. And so it just like... When I got off, I was, my hands were shaking. And when I was walking, my knees, like my legs were so weak because I was just like gripping on for dear life. And when I, when the ride stopped, I was like, I need a drink, like super loud. I was like, I need a drink. But also I'm like almost falling, trying to get up from my seat, go down the stairs. And yeah, but again, I would do that ride over and over and over again. It was so much fun fun do not do not let your fear stop you from going on that ride but i will say this to the parents who take their toddlers on that ride you are fucked up that is fucked up do not do that to your toddlers they're like it's okay we're gonna see if this is something that you like you may like it you may not don't do that to your kid because it is dark the entire time until those doors open they have no idea what's going on how about you take them to cars land and take the let them go on those little kitty rides wait for them to make the decision to go on those rides but don't force them when we went on day two or like the the second time that you know everyone else went on the ride These parents had like a five-year-old and a three-year-old going on that ride. I'm like, how are they allowed on this ride? This ride is way too intense. Like, someone's about to have an accident. I mean, regardless, you could be older and pee and poop your pants on that ride. Like, it is so intense. But remember, the daytime, not so much intense from what I heard. And then, but the nighttime, if the nighttime, I would just say let it be either close to the end of your night or the last ride that you do for the day because... 
it takes your breath away. And then my throat was hurting because I was screaming so much. I started losing my voice. It was like, it, it, it got to the point where like when I was drinking water or like when I was eating food, my throat was hurting because that's how, and that's how like hard I was screaming. But again, I would do that right over again. And then after that, we went to Cars Land. Cars Land is very cute at night. And we went, we did the Mater's Junkyard Jamboree, which is kind of like the Scrambler at Oaks Park here in Oregon. It's just kind of like the Scrambler, right? It's fun. It's cute. Then we got ice cream at Ghirardelli's, which definitely you need to share with someone because it's so rich. It was so rich that it made my tummy a little sick. And then I needed food. So we had food. And then to end the night, just Anthony and I ended with Grizzly River Ride. And Jess ended up being soaked because for some odd reason, when we were going down those slopes, that's what she gets for lying to me. Karma's a bitch. And so she ended up being, she's like, I'm soaking wet. The whole back of her was just wet. Her hair was wet. And I was lucky to just only get the left shoulder of my shirt wet. And that was it. My shoes were fine. Like, I didn't get wet at all. And we went with some really nice people on that one. But they don't let you spin that ride. Apparently, you were able to spin it before. Now they don't let you do it. It just automatically spins on its own. Probably because something happened. And they were like, yeah, we got to take that feature out. Um, But yeah, so it was like day one with the rides. Day two was a oogie boogie day. So we had to start our days at Disney. We took the train to Tomorrowland, which is where Star Wars used to live. That one was cute. That's where I got my first time visit badge there because at the kind of like the the shop when you first enter Disneyland didn't have any like they were completely out, which I'm like, how are you out of first time visit buttons? Like they were out of all the pins. And I'm like, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, we went to well, Tomorrowland, went on the Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Like, they just told me to shoot the circles with the Zs. I lost. My score was 7,500. 7,500. That is like, that's like someone who doesn't even try. I was trying my hardest. And Jess had like 57,000 or something. I don't, I don't get how she got that score. I'm like, I don't, I'm shooting it. My gun is turning bright, like turning a color, like as if I hit something. I don't, I don't know. And the, so they have like a YouTube channel where they have like their adventures on there. And in the clip, I'm like, I don't get it. And then she like zooms, looks at my score and I'm like, yeah, I don't get it. That ride is a one and done for me. It's fine. It's a cute kid one to take your kids on. Um, but we got there at just the right time because that line was getting crazy busy. Star Tours, that was fun. Um, that's kind of like the Star Wars simulator. Is that what it's called? A simulator? No, oh, whatever. Yeah. The, yeah, because you're like in a room, you're wearing your 3D glasses, and you feel like you're in a ship. That one was a lot of fun. Um, I could see doing that one again. Did not do Space Mountain. That is like a dark roller coaster. Unfortunately, Anthony did not get to get to do that one because the line was always long or like the timing just never met the schedule during the day. So we didn't get to do that. We did ride Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. That one is so much fun. It is kind of like a roller coaster, but try not to think about it as a roller coaster. That one was so much fun. I would do that one again. Again, I was so proud of myself on how well I did on these rides. I did not get sick. I was like, Martha, you are killing it. Let's keep going. I'm like, let's keep going. What ride is next? Let's go. <laughs> and then, oh, 
And that morning, it was just me, Jess, and Anthony. So the three amigos. And then we met up with my family, went to DCA. We did do web slingers. Listen, people, save your money on that. I don't know if it is the $18 per person or if it's gone up to 15 or down 15 or up to 20. I don't know. Do it once, experience it. But I will tell you this, the, the Toy Story ride in Pixar in DCA, way better than this. And it, essentially it's the same concept. You're shooting things. But with the Spider-Man one, you're sitting in a car, like five, four, four to five people. I think it's four, four people sit in like in a cart, right? And you're going through, and then all of a sudden, like, you're flinging your arms like Spider-Man, right? Like, you're shooting, like, the little robotic spiders everywhere. But you only get three screens of it. And we paid $18 per person to do that ride. And it was not worth it. That is a one and done. That is a one and done for me. Go to the Toy Story one in Pixar, and that one is way worth the wait. I think we paid extra for that one, too. Yes, we did. I think it was, like, 50 No, that was Cars. Cars, we paid $15. Anyways... Some of the rides you do have, there is an upcharge. But the Toy Story one is so worth it. It's way worth the wait. You have way more way more screens to like shoot things at, earn points. And with the Spider-Man one, it's fun because, yeah, it's Spider-Man. It's a Avengers Campus. Like that, you know, to a kid that's like, oh my God, Spider-Man. But again, it's a one and done. It was just, it was a little disappointing. And I, I probably would not do that ride ever again if I went back. Um... <laughs> We did go see the Coco show. So, like, during certain times, like, each park or each, like, thing will either have characters come out or they'll do, like, a show. Avengers Campus always had, like, something going on, but it was still kind of like, eh. It was just, I don't know. I'm trying not to hate on Avengers Campus, but, like, it was not my favorite. Like, I could live again in Galaxy's Edge all day, every day, because I understand 100% what's going on around me. But, like, Avengers Land, it's like everything is so boxy i'm like okay that's a building that's a building i can go downtown for this like i can go downtown and have some homeless person dress up in a costume and they would be more they would be more enthusiastic about being that character than the people who were actually there and listen i get that right now like with work at disney like people aren't getting paid fairly like it's just that's just across the board everywhere with employment like but yeah, it was, I mean, it was fine. Um, the Coco show was really cool because that's like all based of like, if you haven't watched Coco, you need to watch it on Disney. I personally have not watched that movie since my grandmother passed away because it is about revisiting or, you know, celebrating the loved ones who have passed away. It's about Dia de los Muertos, which is a celebration in Mexico where you're like, you're celebrating the life of those who have passed. And so I think this year it's November 1st and, and 2nd, but, um, yeah, it was kind of disappointing. Like they, they did like a little recap of like the story, which was like really cute. And they had like an old woman's mariachi band, which was awesome. And then they had like the dancers with the dresses and, uh, I don't know. And then after that, it was just like this little section where you got to write like a little message to the ones that, you know, your loved ones who have passed and then you hung it somewhere and then it was like a restaurant where the band was playing and then that was it and i'm like there was so much more that they could have done with this like when you watch coco when he's in like the afterlife of where everyone else who has passed lives there's like these really colorful amazing creatures that like fly and all that stuff they could have done like a really cool ride with that they could have done something with that and they didn't and so i was just like Ugh, this is so annoying 
<sighs> so annoying. But it was fine. It was cute. It was a cute little moment. It was okay. Um, then we went home, had a break, and then we went. We went to New Orleans area. That is not my favorite. That right there is not is not my spot. That one is more of like restaurants. You're by the pier. I mean, you're by like the water. Um, it's just not my favorite. It is so congested in that area. It's close to Pirates of the Caribbean section. Um, it was just not my favorite. They were behind. And so that night, Jason and I had our thing to, uh, excuse me, build our lightsabers. And so I was just like, you know what, mom? they're running late on our dinner reservation it seems like and they did tell my mom we are running behind and i'm like listen <laughs> I, I, it's a pretty penny to to build these lightsabers here and if i don't show up and if i'm not on time they will charge my card and i will be getting nothing and they're going to charge me for it that's another lovely thing about disney and dca is that when you make a reservation which you do have to for the majority of everything in order to be able to eat at a restaurant you have to have your entire party there. So let's say there's five of you. One of you gets like some type of food poisoning, let's say, and you are in the bathroom or you're throwing up or, you know, doing the number two, whatever. And you can't go because you physically cannot make it to the restaurant. They will not seat you unless you have all five of your party members there. If you show up with four, they will not seat you. And then therefore it counts as not showing up. And then they charge your card for each for how much it costs for each person. Like, it is so insane. Like, Jess and Anthony had, like, the Fantasmic show, which is, like, Mickey in his, like, wizard costume and whatever. They were going to see that. It got canceled, and they didn't get a refund. They just, it, they just took the money. And I'm like, that is so fucked up. <laughs> like, it's not like Jess and Anthony canceled on them. They canceled on Jess and Anthony. So it was like... So just be prepared for that, that if you do make a reservation, all, all of your party members need to be present in order to be seated... And in order for your reservation to 100% follow through, if not, they give you 10 minutes from the moment that they send you a text message that your table is ready. They give you 10 minutes. And if you are not there within the 10 minutes, they charge your card. They just charge it and say, well, too bad. Nah. It's like, OK, thank you. So just be prepared for that. Uh, so we built our lightsabers. That was a lot of fun after we, that's a whole like immersive, like experience. You know, you choose your kyber crystal, you choose how you want to make your lightsaber handle part. I don't know the correct name for this, right? Like it's just, it's the handle. And then Jason went with a purple kyber crystal. He copied me and got like <laughs> the same handle as me. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to do purple. And I ended up choosing blue. And then, um, yeah, it was just a fun experience. It is pricey. It is pricey. And, yeah, it was fun. And then after that, there was fireworks. Fireworks, which I'm not... Okay, listen. I already don't like the 4th of July because of fireworks. I don't want to hear fireworks while I'm there. They're way louder. I mean, they're pretty. I get it. But, yeah, I'm just not a huge fan of fireworks. Like, I'm like, okay, yeah, they lost for two seconds. Woo! Okay, that's over. But, I mean, but there, was, there was fireworks right after. Our lightsaber thing was, like, at 9.10. We didn't get in until, like, 9.30. We didn't get home until like 1130 that night, if that. I feel like it was a little bit later than that. And then we were back up in the morning all over again. I do have like nerd pictures of us in our lightsabers. So <laughs> it was so much fun. Yeah, Galaxy's Edge. Again, I could just talk about that for hours because it was just so much fun. 
The next day, we had our plaza and breakfast with Minnie and friends. Okay, listen. In the beginning, I was like, you know what? Jess really wants to do this. She really wants to see Pooh and Tigger. I'm just going to go. She is going for me, and I'm going to go have do the character breakfast with her. Listen, the character breakfast was a little overwhelming for me in the beginning because it's kind of like buffet style, except you have to go to each section and be like, can I have that? Can I have that? Can I have that? There was no, like okay, there are separate sections. So I was in line waiting. Turns out it was line for omelets. Had no idea. At that point, I got way too overwhelmed that I just went and got pastries. And this was like 60, I think it was like 55 or $65 breakfast per person. And I just had $65 worth of pastries, like literally three little pastries. And I called it a day because I was like, I'm over the people here. I'm not starting my morning off like this. Everyone else got to enjoy their breakfast, which is fine. Like, I love that they got to have these, like, fabulous breakfast meals. But again, I'm not going to eat all that food and then go on rides. Like, thanks, Mom, for paying for that. But, like, I, I didn't want to go on. I didn't, you know. I was there for the experience. And the experience for me, I mean, I would do it again now understanding what I need to do and that there's different lines for different things. I would do it again. I think it is worth the money with the amount of food that you get and that you can go back because, again, it's like buffet style, but you don't get to serve yourself. People are serving the food, so you know that people's hands haven't been into things other than the cast members that are serving you the food. Um, everything looked really good that everyone had. Again, I just had, like, a croissant pastry. I had, like, a chocolate muffin, and I had, like, just a regular croissant. <laughs> that was it. Because I got too overwhelmed. And when I start getting overwhelmed with people, I shut down. And I'm like, I'm just going to sit here. And yeah, I probably look like an idiot just sitting here eating like a couple pastries. But whatever. This is what this is what I can manage right now. Um, and then the characters start coming in. So we started with like Pluto. And then Tigger. And then Pooh came. And then Chip came. Uh, Dale didn't make his way over. And then Perla? I think is her name from the little mouse from Cinderella came over and then at the very end Minnie came and came over and took pictures with us so we got to take pictures with all the characters it was actually really cute like everyone was super excited the children were so excited to see these characters but I will say the people who were behind these you know I guess they're essentially they're mascots the people who are behind these costumes did an amazing job with how they interacted with people. I will say that it really did make you feel a certain way. It was just very cute. And yeah, I mean, they, you know how easy it would be like to wear a mask like that, that already has a smile and you just have to pose. And it's like, it looks like you're smiling anyways, but the, it's like, it would be so easy to do that. But it was also really hot outside and they have to go in and out, like outside, inside, outside, inside and take pictures with a bunch of people. It was crazy, but it was really fun and really cute. And I think I would do that again. Um, just again, it was just a little overwhelming in the beginning. Um, and then we went to Fantasyland after that. And that one is like the original Disneyland. It has a creepy vibe, man. Like it's so old and it just just a really dark vibe. We didn't get to on it. We didn't get on any of those rides because I didn't get to do the teacups like I wanted to. The line was insane no Dumble ride no peter pan peter pan 
forget it. Like, forget even trying to get on Peter Pan. You need to, that needs to be like your first ride of the day. And you need to just run there if you want Peter Pan. That line was so insane. And the wait time was like over a hundred minutes. It was just crazy. And it was really sad because my mom has always wanted to go on the Peter Pan ride. And she's like, I never can get on the Peter, Peter Pan ride because it's so insane. But people wait in line for those things. Like, I'm sorry, but I don't want to spend two hours waiting in line for something that's going to last like maybe five minutes. That is, I'm just going to take what I can get at this point. Unless it's like Guardians of the Galaxy, that ride again, like I would wait because I've already been on it. I know what it entails and it is awesome. And I'm sure the Peter Pan one is fantastic. Maybe I'll just watch a YouTube video on that and be like, yeah, next time I go, if I ever go again, I need to make that my mission to get on there. Um... But then we ended up going back to Tomorrowland, and then we rode Auto Autopia. I don't know. They had some weird names for some of these rides. I literally had to go on the Disney app and look at the map to, to, to remember what the rides were that we went on because I couldn't keep the names straight at all. I was calling one thing one thing and another the other, and I'm just like, I don't know. At this point, I'm, I'm totally confused on where I'm at, and I'm just going with the flow. I'm following everyone else. <sighs> But that one essentially is just like you're racing like little cars. It does have like this thick uh, like metal railing going down the middle so your cars can't go into other people's lanes. I let Jason drive on that one. And then we took the train back to the entry of Disneyland. And then Jess and Anthony went home and then spent the rest of the day at home. I was grouchy at that point because I had been there wait no i thought we were gonna go home and then go back to um dca because that one was oh no they opened at one and they closed at six because that one was no it wasn't a oogie boogie night so i don't know why we anyways my mom was trying to get to the cars ride and so in order to do that in order to get to any ride that you want you have to be there at the time the park opens to start making your schedule for what rides you're going to go on Especially if you're using the Genie Plus and the Fast Lane app and paying for extra. Like you can only use the, the Lightning Lane one ride at a time. So you can't, it's not like you can do like, I'm going to do Lightning Lane for light, Lightning Lane. God, that's such a terrible fucking name for something. Like Fast Pass makes more sense. But Lightning Lane, that is so wordy. Like why did they have to make it so wordy? It's so annoying. Ugh. Maybe I think I get annoyed because I struggle with it. Lightning lane. Like you can't do like, I'm going to do lightning lane for one, two, three, four, five. Like you can't do that. Like it's like, okay, which one am I going to do lightning lane first? What ride do I really want to be on to get a quicker, like, you know, to get, get to a quicker one at a time. You can only do one at a time, which sucks. The moment you get off that ride, you then have to be on it. So again, you're constantly have to be on, you constantly have to be on your phone. It's just... Thank you, Anthony, for being our hero and making the schedules and getting us on the rides that we wanted to get on. <sighs> um, what do we do after that? We did go on cars. My mom got like a, a four o'clock time. So from like one, from like one until four, we were at the park and I'm like, I just want to go home at this point. Like, I don't want to be walking around. I was super bitchy. Like, I did apologize to my mom because I was just, like, not happy that I was stuck at the park. 
not like I mean be mindful that this is day three now and I'm over it. like I'm just like I would like to have a break I just want a break but it was fine and then once we got to cars land around four then I got a second wind of energy I apologized to my mom we went on cars that is a fun ride but that line is insane if you're on standby when we went it was over 150 minutes wait time for standby lightning lane because we had gotten our time spot we were in there 20 minutes 20 minutes and people were mean mugging us it's like bitch pay the extra money and then you can also be in on the ride in 20 minutes but that one was a cute ride i would do that one again that one is an upcharge um when we went it was 20 dollars per person and i believe um on our last day which was tuesday it did go down to 15 uh but again it will tell you when there is an upcharge and just be prepared and put it in your budget that some rides you will be paying extra for after already paying for genie plus and your park pass and the the, 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 the charge 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 um but yeah it was it was fun we spent the rest of the evening in cars land and then after we were done with that we went to downtown disney for dinner and shopping we did go back home to pick up jess and anthony so that way we can refreshen up and i think we spent like maybe an hour or two like just kind of relaxing then we went and had dinner in downtown disney this amazing mexican restaurant kayla and claudio found which my older sister and my brother-in-law and I don't know what it was called, but um, I can find it on the map right now if you need me to, but I'm not going to do that because I'm already at almost an hour in this episode. I'm just trying to wrap it up. Um, Found a really awesome Disney store there, bought some stuff. Anthony found his Anakin lightsaber, and I was so excited for him because he was looking for Anakins, and they didn't have Leia's. Unfortunately, Jess didn't like the one that they... Actually, I don't know if they had Leia's just all together or she didn't like the one that they had there. But these are expensive lightsabers, okay, y'all? Like, this is not something that you just, like, oh, 50 bucks for that or something. I'm talking, like, a couple hundred dollars, okay? And that's how much it was to build our lightsaber, too. So, if you're looking to get a lightsaber, just be mindful that you're looking at spending, like, minimum 200 and up. So, Anthony found his Anakin Skywalker lightsaber. And then I got some, like, really cool, um, like, pieces of art for when I redo my office. And then ever okay, listen, people, everything that I bought was Star Wars related. You know why? Because nothing else there was worth buying. I don't like Mickey Mouse and Friends. Like, it was cute living in the moment, living in the mouse's house for the time that I was there. But I'm not going to buy, like, things other than the mini ears that I bought or the mouse ears that I bought because I don't know when I'm ever going to go back and so I was like to have some type of Mickey Mouse thing I'm going to buy some ears which they did not have a good selection of which was really disappointing um everything was like I don't know it was just everything that was there was like very old school like Halloween stuff I guess that's kind of cute if you're into that a lot of the shirts and taint like hoodies were like crop top i don't know i just like what is going on i don't like any of the merchandise the only thing that we were buying were like pins that go on your lanyard if you bought a lanyard or you just like bought these pins and so i was getting like very like limited edition pins i was getting like you know whatever bought two pairs of ears one for i think one is encanto and one is coco so they're like 
embroidery like ears they're cute they're cute they were the only cute ones to me like everything else just looked cheap it didn't make sense to why they were the pattern that they were I don't know it, I just was like the merchandise is really disappointing so everything about Star Wars because yeah I like Star Wars and I have all the Lego heads which I've talked about in the past I have a I'm, I mean I'm looking at my entertainment center right now and I have Darth Vader I have Yoda I have Gro, uh, Grogu like I have the scene of uh, Luke or excuse me Anakin and Obi-Wan fighting in the lava like I have like all these Legos I have R2-D2 in my office like it just made sense for me to just be drawn to the Star Wars stuff but that was the best stuff that was there was all the Star Wars stuff Ugh. It's just, it was just a little disappointing on the merch that they had. But anyways, ended that day at Downtown Disney, had an amazing dinner. And then our last full day there, which was Tuesday, we started off in Disney, California. It was an Oogie Boogie night, so we started our morning at the park when it opened. And then um, at DCA, because it was not at Disneyland, it was at Disney, Disney California Adventure. And then we started off in Pixar. Um, my mom finally got to go on the Incredicoaster. She has always wanted to go on that one, but hasn't been able to in the past because either someone didn't want to go with her or she's had little ones with her. I'm sorry, but if you have toddlers, I don't know how parents were dealing with toddlers and little ones. Like, there was a lady who popped out a baby like five days ago and was there with the baby. I'm like, why are you exposing this child to thousands of people? They don't need to be around people. This is, you're being selfish right now. This is about you. This is not about you and your baby. This is like, I'm going to go to Disneyland with my five-day-old baby. Why? Why do you need to take your five-day-old baby there? It was just insane to me. The amount of strollers that were there, the amount of wheelchairs that were there, the amount of scooters that were there. Oh, my God. It's like people were not walking on two legs. Everyone was just, I mean, there was a lot of scooters. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I just want to take care of myself now. <laughs> I'm like when I get back I'm hitting the gym you know that's beside the point but um Pixar was cute that's where we went on the uh Toy Story ride which again is worth it we went on Luigi's Rock Rollickin' Roadsters that's such a weird fucking name anyways Luigi's little ride is where they're dancing and I had the audacity to ask if there was is there a drop in this ride? And everyone was like, didn't want to tell me. And again, <laughs> I don't know what these rides entail because again, I didn't look anything up. This is just a little cute kid ride where the cars dance. That's it. There are no drops. It is flat, flat. And they just do like this cute little dance and every little ride, every single ride that you do at Luigi's is different. I mean, it's one ride, but you know, you, you go on the cars and they, and they dance. But each song is different. Each dance is different. You never have a repeat. So if I was to go on the ride five times, I would have five different dances. Um, but yeah, that one is a cute little one. And then we went on Cars again, which I think was $15. It was a $15 upcharge. I, I thought the camera was at the finish line. No, it's not. Just be mindful if you go on the ride, you're going to, excuse me, towards the end, you're going to go up one, two, and then on the third hill, you better put those hands up or do some type of pose because that's when the camera goes foofoom, not at the finish line. To me, it makes more sense to have the camera at the finish line, but I guess not. I guess that's not a thing. So in both my pictures, my hands are down because I don't know when the camera is. And in our second picture, everyone's hands are up except for mine. Like even the lady who was a single writer who wasn't even in our group's hands were up. I'm like, ah, 
this is my second time on this ride and I don't know when the camera goes. I'm like, I quit. <laughs> but now I know. So if I ever go back or ever do that ride ever again in my life, I know when the camera is there. I know for next time. Next was Gar Guardians of the Galaxy ride, which my anxiety anxiety got the best of me because I was thinking about the first night and how intense it was. Come to find out it's not as intense. Um, and then we had lunch at the Lamp Lounge, which is in Pixar. Mmm, the food was so good. I had a lobster nacho. My mom got a little tipsy on a drink. <laughs> All To be fair, when I took a sip of her drink, it was straight up bourbon. There was no juice there was no added anything with that that was straight up bourbon and so yeah she was a little tipsy after after our lunch she got me like a special cake with like mickey ears it was very it was like a moussey chocolate cake that one was really good and then after we were done with that we then walked the re the rest of um pixar uh anthony was on a mission of finding a woody plush doll this is what's insane to me. They sold out all out of all the Woody plush dolls. There are no light, uh, Buzz Lightyear plush dolls, which is so crazy because Buzz Lightyear's new movie came out literally a couple months ago, and they don't have Buzz Lightyear plush toys. Like that would be a selling point there, people. And so, in order to get those, you had to play like little arcade games like on the side. And so we all were like, "Okay, we got this, Anthony. We're gonna get you that Woody doll." And so we did. We he ended up winning, and so it worked out. And um, they gave him. He's like, "Can I get the Woody doll?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure." And so we helped him out there, and then um, went into a couple little stores, and then I bought my ears, and then we went back home. And I think that's really it. Went back home. Anthony had his lightsaber. Uh, he was going to build his lightsaber. Because after he got to experience. Or be in like the room with uh, Jason and I. When we were building it with the other builders. He was like I think I want to do it. And so I'm like you should. You should just do it. Just build your own lightsaber. It's so much fun. And so he did. And he chose a green kyber crystal. And he was like I think I'm going to. He was like I thought I was going to choose purple. And I was like, you just have to, and I'm like, you just have to go in, use the force to decide which kyber crystal you want. This is just us nerdy now. It was so much fun going to, uh, like a land where, where you could just have a full blown conversation. No one's judging you. Like, I'm my, like we're having a, a serious conversation as to why I like Darth Vader. And I'm like, well, in a way, I, like Anthony was like, well, that's why I like Anakin because Anakin's always like, why, 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 why? And I'm like, okay, well, yeah, maybe I actually like Anakin, but then Darth Vader, like who he becomes, which he, you know, essentially he like, is kind of like brainwashed to forget that he was ever Anakin. So he has no like, who's Anakin when he's Darth Vader. And so he's an entirely different person, but like he's powerful, he's powerful. And so I think that's why I'm drawn to him because everyone fears him. And then with Anakin, it's like, he just wants to know, why are we doing this? Why aren't we helping people? Why, 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 why? And then, you know, why are we turning our back against these people when we're supposed to help? And they're like, no, no, no. Like, do you have to be patient? Young Padawan, blah, blah. You know, it's just, it's just whatever. So it was nice being able to talk because my mom was like, I heard you guys talking about it. And I was like, wow, what nerds? And I'm like, wow, Tina. <laughs> you, you just find out, you just found out while we were in Galaxy's Edge who Kylo Ren was. Like, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me, Tina, about being a nerd. <laughs> no, my mom had such a good time. She had a good time in Disney with adults. Let's just say that. My brother, who has been to Disney, I think, like, three times. I think this was his fourth time. Maybe third. Um, because I don't think he went the last time when my mom went in November because 
she had the grandbabies there with my two sisters. And so I, Jason was like, I'm out. I'm not going with that, which I agree. Cause I wouldn't want to go either. I just, with small kids, I just, I want, I, yeah, no. Um, but he went on all the rides that we went on. He went on all the rides and in the past he would not go on any of the rides. So I'm very proud of him. I'm very proud of me for going on all the rides. Um, the last night that we were there, my mom forgot her cell phone and Jason was being a teenager and was like, no, I don't want to give you my cell phone. I'm like, Jason, if mom gets lost, hello, like this place is huge. We're not going to be able to contact her. And you know how embarrassing it would be to like do an intercom thing and be like, is Tina here? Tina, you know, I don't know. I don't even know if they would do that. I mean, I'm sure that they would, but it was a lot people it was a lot so much so that this episode now is like an hour long and I don't know I I'm still tired from it like I feel like I'm still like I know you can't catch up on your sleep but like I'm so tired and uh and I'm trying to sleep in but mm-mm, waking up at 5 30 still and then I'm trying to go to bed early but I'm going to bed late because that's what I was doing there you know four or five days of that really messes up your sleep schedule. Like I was waking up at five, five thirty, was ready by like seven, seven thirty, and then not going to bed until like midnight every single day. And then the same thing, waking up at five. So it was just like my body's used to that. And so I've been going to bed like at ten thirty, which is late for me. For my friends and family who know me, that the joke is that I turn into a pumpkin at seven. Because I'm usually like, okay, I'm not on my phone. I'm getting ready for bed. I'm doing my nightly routine. I'm doing my skincare. I'm meditating. I'm reading for 30 minutes and no phone. So it's like you can't get a hold of me once it's seven and on. And then I'm asleep by eight, you know? So I don't know. I think I'm going to end it here because Disneyland was exhausting. And this was exhausting talking about it. (laughs) So if you listen to it this far, this may be Martha's last, first and last time ever at Disney. If I was to ever go again, I wouldn't just go by myself. Um, I would want to go with a group of friends because it's just, it's just more fun. And then I think our next goal is to definitely go to Orlando to go to Universal Studios there because I'm trying to make it to Harry Potter World, people. And, you know, Alvaro and I are kind of talking about kids and I don't I'm 30 and I'm like, I'm a, I'm giving myself until I'm 32, maybe 33. I don't know. I'm in no hurry to have kids. You know, I'm trying to live my life first before I have to put another human being before me. Listen, I have friends and I have family members who have children and hey, I love their children, but I'm not ready for kids. I love being Tia Martha or Auntie Martha. Like I'm, I love being that right now and that's good enough for me. But I do need to start thinking, like, getting my body prepared, you know? I know I don't want my knees hurting the way that they hurt now, just when I'm sitting, you know. But anyways, that's, that's, that, that's like a personal conversation. I'm just, we're going to end it there. Um, so thank you so much for listening. And if you're planning a Disney trip, you better book those tickets soon because they are going up in prices, like, insanely. And the tickets, I think, from uh, Jess sent me, like, a YouTube video that if you're planning on going to Disney within the next 14 months, that you can book the tickets at the older prices now and then, you know, not have to pay, like, the extra, like, $30 to $75 upcharge anymore um, because, yeah, the prices are going up insanely. I mean, just insane. So you're going to have to, like, save and plan ahead before you just decide to do, like, a Disney trip. 
Anyways, thanks for listening. Bye!